Hello and welcome, David Baker. Welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast. And uh, I'm your host. I pastor a church, been pastoring for over 30 years, preaching for 35 now. And my wife and I have 11 children, seven boys and four girls. What a great blessing it is. And we only have two that are under 18 now. So we're toward the end of it. Uh, it'll be a few years before we're empty nesters. We have nine grandchildren and two more on the way. And um, they are exciting and love to teach on child. Love to teach uh, and help parents with what to do with children. And there's so many things that... um that seemingly parents don't get or struggle with, and it causes a lasting effect for the rest of our life for our children. It is such a big deal. And so I have a program for children. If you're interested, you can go do a quiz. It's called the goodkidquiz.com, and uh, that'll get you started. Uh, but I want to give you some principal things here, and I don't teach for a long time on these because I want you to uh, not get bored with it and to come back. And if you want to go back, there's, um, I don't know, a hundred or so um, uh, videos and audios on here to be able to go back on. But first thing we talk about is to get the heart of your child. You have to have that. The three lessons on getting the heart of your child, how important that that is. And then last what we talked about, you are the parent, they are the child. Um, children are like terrorists. You can't negotiate with them. Okay. You're the parent, you're in charge. So many times, Parents let kids be in charge. Oh, whatever they want. I heard this woman the other day. Listen, a child, we're supposed to, as parents, listen to our children. And if they want to be a girl and think they're a girl, then we need to help them to become a girl. No, sorry. Uh, You think you can jump off the moon or you think uh, you can um, be this or that? No, we're to help our children. We should know what to do. One of the verses we talked about last week that... um, Samson's parents said to the prophet, Manoah, how shall we order the child? You're the parent. They're the child. That's what's supposed to happen. And we should not let kids cry and whine and scream and pout and throw themselves on the ground and manipulate and divide parents and throw temper tantrums to get their way. You're the parent. You say the way it's supposed to be and make sure it's that way. Uh, It is amazing how many years God gave to the children, to us, to teach and train and raise. Um, That calf at one year old, it's ready to have its own calves. At one year old, our kid can barely walk, okay? God meant it for a long time for us to have that. Kids can be stubborn, okay? They can be strong-willed. And uh, boy, we had some children that were so strong-willed. There's nothing wrong with that as long as it's trained in the right way. And those strong-willed kids turned out to be great adults that have a great strong will to love God and serve God and do what God's called them to do. But if that will was not directed the right way, then it would have been horrible. And so kids can be stubborn. Parents have to be more determined than the child that they are going to do right. They're going to do what we expect them to do. It's amazing how much children will do what we expect them to do. Um, through the years, we've often had uh, kids come to our house, whether it's babysitting uh, or watching or staying over or whatever. And uh, we don't spank anybody else's kids, but it's amazing. They look at us and they know we mean business. When we look at them and we tell them the way it's going to be, they're like, oh, wow, they mean it. Absolutely, we mean it. And um, and we're going to make sure of that. So they need to know that. It's amazing. You have the same classroom of kids at school. And in one class, the kids are perfect. 
they they don't talk, they listen, they pay attention, um, they don't uh, rabble rouse or roughhouse or anything. How come? Because that teacher expects them that they're going to do right. Go to the next class and a substitute is there. What happens? <laughs> they wreak havoc. I think of some of the subject teachers we had and some of the things that we did. It was brutal. It was horrible. They didn't know how to handle it. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to get authority and how to control things. And so we did whatever we wanted to do. Kids will do what they're expected to do. When they know they have to, then it doesn't matter what the kid wants. They're going to do what's right. So last week I talked about this and I wanted to do, how do we handle it? Okay, of course we know discipline and we'll speak on um, that and talk about that a lot. When we do have to discipline our children, there's 14 steps that we go through uh, to try to make sure that we're doing it right and just and fair and biblical and with love. Um, But before that, many times you don't have to. There's something incredibly powerful about the voice, the voice. Okay. Now, um, yes, moms and dads are both supposed to do this and both of it will, and it will work for both. But listen, there's something special about the male voice, about the masculine voice, about the deep voice with authority. There's something special about that. That's why dads, you need to be ring your children. You need to be teaching, training, helping, and directing. They need to hear that male masculine voice and know that he means business. They need to know that. There's so many things that can be taken care of with the voice or with the eyes, okay? A voice and with the eyes. And so about Jesus, it said, they were astonished at his doctrine for he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. He taught with what? Authority. That's the way we need to speak, with authority. When the child hears us speak, they know that he means business. He speaks as one that had authority and that's the, that's the way we're supposed to do. Um, so um, we're the same way with our eyes. So um, with your eyes, there's some amazing things that you can do with your eyes that are able to help um, to control, help things the way that they're supposed to be to set things the right way with their eyes. And Solomon talked about this in Proverbs and about the king, how he can eschew evil with his eyes, the look that you give. Parents, you need to have a look. Moms and dads, you need to have a look where you don't even have to say any words. All you have to do is look at them and they know what Oh, we're in trouble. Uh Uh-oh, we better straighten up. Uh, We need to make sure um, that we do that because the eyes are going to to show that and they're going to set things up that way. It's a big deal. Um, Proverbs 20, verse 8 says, A king that sitteth in the throne of judgment scattereth away all evil with his eyes. How can you scatter away evil with your eyes? Because you've got to look. Okay, you've got to look that you say that you make that they realize and know, whoa, okay, it's done. It's said it's going to be that way. Um, You have that look and parents, you have that. Now, the only way that the look works, if they know that you back it up with action, they know they better do that. Um, It's amazing how kids use their eyes, how lofty, how proud. The Bible talks a lot about deceitful and deceitful eyes. Um, Proverbs 30, 12, there's a generation that is pure in their own eyes. Um, It says, there is a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes and their eyelids are lifted up, okay? When they roll their eyes and they lift up their eyes, they do what they want. They do what they want in their eyes, but no, the king he can scatter evil with his eyes. And that's what the parent, the king is the authority. Okay. Mom, 
you ought to be able to have the look. It's backed up by action, and all you have to do is get their attention and look at them. And look, if you're watching on audio, you can't see, but there ought to be. Ask any of our kids, hey, does mom have a look? Did dad have a look? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they know what that look means. You better straighten up right now or you're dead. I mean, we'll bury you with the other kids that didn't obey in the back. No, just joking, joking, joking. All right. There are no kids buried in the backyard. Um, but they know and realize, that, oh, we better do what we're supposed to do. So with the eyes and with the voice. Okay. So with the voice, I want to talk a little bit about what it's supposed to be. Many times. Parents with their voice will scream and yell and raise their voice and kids mock at that. They laugh at that. That's not a good way to be able to um, handle things. Um, Now they push the button to see and watch you lose it. And kids do that. Hey, watch this, you know, get them to scream and yell. And they know. Parents start counting one, two, two and a half. (laughs) It's like, well, please stop that. Stop that. No. It's obey right now. You're done. Obey right now and it's over. Obey right now or you are in trouble and you know what that means. The discipline is coming. How in the world your kid will just keep on hanging on, waiting till the last second. No, you didn't do two and three quarters. Okay. Um, they're waiting to obey. How come? It's their will fighting. They know they have to obey eventually, but they're going to hold off as long as they want. No. Son, do this. Yes, sir. And it's done. That's the way you're supposed to handle it. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Okay? So with your voice, instead of the yelling and instead of the loud, here we go. Talk very slow. When you talk very slow and very distinctly, the kid gets the attention. Uh-oh. Wow. Okay, that's different. Um, They mean that. I better be careful. So very slow and then very soft. Do the opposite. Don't yell. Don't scream. Don't raise your voice. Son, you better listen. We do not do that. Do you understand? With those eyes and with a slow, soft voice, that commands and demands attention. Now, if you don't ever back it up, then it's not going to matter. But you back it up with that. Determined. Determined. Remember, you have to be more determined that they're going to do right than they're going to be, than they're determined they're going to do wrong. You've got to have a stronger will and be more stubborn than they are. Uh, how many times do parents give up and let the kid have their way? You can't. You, you cannot do that. And we're good kids. The end of the day, parents 100, kids zero. You sound like a brutal dictator. Okay. <laughs> call them whatever you want to. By the way, get around my kids. Ask them. They love me. They want uh, a good relationship. We're close. Um, we have fun. We play. <laughs> Yesterday was raining and our power went out. It's Saturday afternoon. What do you do? Power's out and it's raining. Hey, let's go outside and play in the rain. Well, I said, no, <laughs> she didn't want to. She uh, went shopping where they had lights. And so I got out with the kids and we played volleyball outside in the rain for three hours. We laughed, we choked, we slid, we got in the mud. It was horrible. And it was a blast. Those are those are our kids. We had six, seven of them out there and they just had a great time. And so uh, we have a great relationship, but they know you don't cross this line. 
and we don't have to yell. Um, there may be a time to raise your voice, son, get out of the road, the car's coming, okay? Um, but you want to reserve those times when you raise your voice, very few and far between. And then when you raise your voice, it will have an incredibly powerful effect. If you raise your voice all the time, then it won't. So with your voice slow, soft, determined, resolute, all you have to do is say the statement one time the right way and it's done. It's over. Son, we do this all the time. Look in my eyes. The eyes, okay, they're powerful. Son, look in my eyes. We do not do that here. Do you understand? Do you have any questions? No way. They don't. And it's over. Okay. And it's over. That's what you want. And that's what you want to do with that. Okay. They need to realize in the eyes and with the voice, it's obey your elves. It's obey your elves. Okay. Again, it has to be backed up. Loving biblical discipline. We'll talk more about that. Um, <laughs> we'll talk more about the or else. Okay. Um, the or else. And it's important. We'll probably do that next week. I try to keep these going, but it is important to be able to have the voice and have the authority that commands the attention and commands the discipline so you don't have to discipline as much. You don't have to raise your voice because they know with your eyes and with your voice that you mean business. And when you say it, it's done and it happens. You hear that? Distinct, powerful those confidence to be able to hit those hard and to make those distinct and resolute, slow and strong and powerful. If you have that and back that up, you will save yourself so many problems where all you have to do is look at them. Boy, snap a finger and look at them. Ooh, that's it. That's all you have to do. Wouldn't you rather do that than yell and scream and, and just spank your kids? Because you back it up. Snap your finger and just look. Ooh. That's it. That's all you have to do. Does it happen that way? Yes. You can build it that way. They know what all that means. They know what you're not saying. And they straighten up right then and do what they're supposed to do. Okay. Hey, by the way, side note, we should be that way with God. When God just has to get our attention, the fear of the Lord, we know what God wants. We look in his word and we hear it, that authority, and we do it. Hey, let us be obedient children to our heavenly father. And then our kids will be to us. Hey, God bless you. Have a great week. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. And if you haven't done it yet, go to thegoodkidquiz.com. God bless.